you're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever and most importantly, stay sane while we do it. So play dates during COVID. Now, of course, the easy answer, you know, that most people would say is obviously no, it's not a good idea, right? And I agree with that, like 85%, I'm like, it's not a good idea, um, we should definitely adhere to the rules that um, are being set out for us and try to prevent the spread of the virus as much as we possibly can. Um, and I'm sure most of you guys would actually agree with that. Um, there are some things, though, that I feel we kind of can have a conversation about as moms. And maybe there are some things that can be done to help our kids to maintain some type of normalcy during all this. Now, with my kids, mine are really little. Um, my oldest had just started attending like a pre-K. So, um, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, pre-K, preschool. And so she was used to being at home with me 100% prior to that point. And for her, being in this situation doesn't feel that unfamiliar because she had only been going into a different setting, like a school type setting, only a couple of months before COVID happened. So for her, this is, you know, what she knew prior to starting school. And then my other one, of course, if your kid is like under the age of three, they're just going to think life consists of just hanging out with mommy and daddy or, you know, mommy or whomever. Um, they won't have any concept, you know, depending on how this, how long this all goes on of going into a school setting and, you know, having play dates with other kids and things like that. But for the kids who are like, I feel like over the age of six and up and into the teenage years, they are really starting to have a hard time from what I'm hearing from my other mom friends and from what I myself am seeing. They are starting to miss the things that were so much a part of our normal lives and understandably so. You know, this is a tough situation now emotionally for everyone because we're not seeing our family, you know, like our family members that don't live with us. We're not seeing as regularly as we would have. We're not seeing our friends that live closer to us um, regularly like we would as well. So it's starting to wear on people like Sure, we're happy that we're able to spend more time inside with our family and we're able to be safe. But, you know, there are many activities, you know, and things that are a part of life that we just can't do right now. And for us as adults, it's easy for us to say, you know what, I can deal with this and I'm going to be strong for my family. But for a child, that's a totally different thing because it's like, okay, I just want to go out and play with my friends or I just want to maybe they were on the soccer team or the swim team or, you know, whatever activities, maybe they dance. And even for the facilities that are open and offering those activities, it still feels vastly different than the way it felt almost a year ago. And every time I say almost a year ago in this situation, I just get upset. It's very upsetting that this 
is going on this long and it's going to keep going for quite some time I feel um, not to be a Debbie Downer but you know it's just the way that it's looking that that's the way it's going to be for one reason reason or another so I think it is healthy for us as moms to embrace that thought a little bit and try to say, okay, this may be the way life is for a while. How do I maintain normalcy? And so that's the reason why I wanted to kind of have, you know, a discussion about some things that moms can possibly do, like safe play dates, little things that you know, I have done or am doing that I've really kind of just had to get creative with to create and kind of think about how they can be done safely. Little tips that I've gotten from other moms and browsing online as well. And these are nothing that, these aren't things that are like astronomical, like, oh man, I'm so glad I heard that because this is like amazing. These are just things that are going to help cope. So The first thing that um, I started doing, which I mentioned in some other podcasts, is the Fun Friday. So it is our Fridays every single week consist of us having like a sweet treat and some fun time. We either dance, we play a game, we do a random activity, maybe a huge type of crafting game or dressing up, playing Twister. It's something like legit that does not happen any other day of the week. So that's one thing. So um, if you want to know more about that, just go back and listen to some of the other podcasts. But um, so that's one. So the other thing that I think can be done in terms of actual play dates is safely selecting maybe just one other family that is committed to you know, social distancing, and you know that they have not been interacting with people like they haven't been like just traveling wherever, you know, they haven't been walking around without masks on, you see that they are demonstrating that to the best of their ability, they they are following the rules. Perhaps something like that could be something that could help certain kids. And the reason I say that is because I am a parent of multiples. I have more than one child. Not everyone is a parent of multiples. So if you have a single child, having a play date or at least entertaining the idea of one might be something that you're thinking about um, and you're trying to figure out a way to do that safely. So here is what I have kind of come up with. And I think that it's something that can work. So you know, again, we kind of have a family that lives very close to us that we know very well, and their children are a little bit older than mine. So they get, I have to wear a mask. I have to social distance. They're like, you know, eight and 12, but they are so cute and super respectable. And they're more than happy to have my little toddlers, you know, tag along with them sometimes. So what we do is I will take them down to the local school because it has a playground and it is closed and no one ever goes there. And we will all have on our masks and we social distance and we will either kick a ball from one side to the other, or we will all ride on our scooters at least like 10 feet apart. And so we had a conversation with them, like explained like, hey, this is how we see this playing out. And, you know, they have done it. Now, 
even though I have done that, I've only actually done that twice during a whole pandemic. Okay. So that is not something that I am frequently doing. And now that the cases are basically through the roof, I would say it's probably not a good time to even do that. I am probably going to revisit that idea, you know, if the cases start to decrease as we go into the spring and the weather gets a little bit warmer, then I will see if I can entertain a play date like that again with them. Um, another thing that I did on that play date is I did not bring my smallest baby. I opted to leave her at home with daddy because she's too young to understand, hey, social distance, don't get too close to your friend. You know, little babies and little toddlers just aren't going to understand that. So I didn't want to make the other kids feel uncomfortable or the other parents um, uncomfortable. So I said, I'm going to leave her home and bring my older baby that understands you have to wear a mask at all times and you cannot get too close. And um that for me has worked out well. And again, the reason I'm saying that is because my older toddler, you know, she's a little bit older. And although she was just new to attending school, she had a lot of play dates. Like even before she went to any type of school, I was always arranging play dates. We had like several a week and went to all kinds of other things, story times at the library, lots of activities, little dance classes, horseback riding, like whatever. So she was used to being active and interacting with other kids. So I wanted to kind of do something, you know, but I, um, in this whole COVID mess, definitely lean more so towards the cautious side. I am really not taking many risks. Um, you know, for example, I get like 95% of my food delivered. That's what we do because I am just trying to minimize, especially now, like before when the cases weren't that high, you could kind of like, you know, be a little bit freer. But now that the cases are going up, I think it's time to unfortunately hunker down because, you know, the next couple of months are probably going to be pretty bad. So, um, yeah, that is kind of my feelings on that portion. So that's really one thing that you can do. And again, if you only have one child and they're really starting to feel isolated and you can see that they're getting depressed, this might be something that you can kind of implement. So again, the keys to this though are making sure it's with kids that are a little older than your kid and will respect wearing the mask and keeping the distance. I would not suggest, you know, getting together with kids that are younger than them or maybe they're like buddy buddy with, you know, maybe it's like they're exactly the same age and they did everything together because they're going to want to hug each other and do all those normal things. And they may just forget. So maybe introducing them at this point to kids that are a little bit older that they can kind of have some fun with, but still be a little bit safe. Um, and then the other portion of it is just making sure of having a conversation with um, the other parents and making sure that they're on board with everything. So the next thing that I kind of suggest doing is, you know, selecting and really kind of honing in on some activities that you can do kind of separated, but together. And 
The one idea I had with that was to do like a scavenger hunt. So everybody's in their car. So, you know, this kid is with their parents and you're with your child in your car and you kind of plan out this little scavenger hunt. It could even be just a scavenger hunt around a neighborhood. So moms, you could set this up ahead of time or maybe have dad go out and like put all the little items in the specific hiding places. And um, whoever gets all the items that are through the neighborhood first and gets back to home base or, you know, sends a text message saying, you know, showing all the items in a picture, then that team wins. So they're interacting, but they don't actually see each other. So I think that that could actually be something that is really fun. So I kind of did like a smaller version of this um, over the summer. And it was just with my own family, though. But I do have plans to kind of implement that in the spring when hopefully the cases are a little bit less. Maybe some people by then have gotten the vaccine and it is actually working and perhaps things would be a little bit better. But again, um, I feel like this one is one that's pretty could be pretty safe. And again, I, I'm being very choosy with my words here because I don't want anyone to get hung up on anything and make a bad decision that ends up to be disastrous. So again, be cautious, but I do feel like this is one that if you plan it out really well and everyone is, you know, in the same car, you know, just going and doing the activity with their own family members, it's just like a little race scavenger hunt around town, then I really feel that this could be a good one. And then maybe afterwards, you could have like a quick call on Zoom to just be like, hey, that was so much fun. You know, we found all the prizes and we had such an awesome time. Thank you so much. So that's a way to kind of make it like interactive. Um, I like that idea because I'll be honest, um, the Zoom play dates are tough, I feel. And I've talked with some other moms and they feel the same way. With older kids, it's a little bit better because you can actually like do an activity, you know, maybe an art project or even just like watching something together on Zoom, like a movie or something, fine. But like when it's, you know, little kids, it's hard for them on Zoom because they don't know how to like wait and take turns when they talk and they get bored with it really quick. And, you know, it's just a whole thing. So the older kids, I feel like can uh, benefit from the Zoom portion. But again, I like doing the scavenger hunt portion because it's fun for everybody. It's fun for the little kids. You know, the parents are able to keep up with their own children because they're with them. You're just kind of racing around your neighborhood or your town to get the prizes and then just adding at the end, like the little elements of being on Zoom just to kind of recap all the fun that was had. So I think that that is a good idea. And I hope it's encouraging to you guys and is maybe something that you can implement. So if anybody actually has any like pre-done scavenger hunts, I was trying to search for some online and I didn't really find exactly what I was looking for. And I know better ones exist out there. So if you have any, please DM them to me on Instagram or, you know, drop the link or something on my YouTube or even the podcast and um, let me know. So guys, I hope that this information 
has been helpful to you, please, please, please. I just want everybody to be safe out there. I am just trying to figure out a way to balance being inside so much um, for the kids and getting a little bit of interaction in, in the safest way possible. So, um, yeah. Now, one other thing that I will say that we have made part of our regular routine is we go out and do nature walks and that really helps. So it's just us. We'll do the nature walks just like by ourselves, you know, as a family and we'll pick like a different hike that we haven't done and we'll go out on that. We try to go on times that a lot of people won't be in the parks and that has worked out very well because it gives us the opportunity to like be out in nature and frolic around and have fun we still have our masks and everything but it gets us out of the house and as you know being in nature is very 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 therapeutic so anytime you are feeling the blues mamas or you see them the long faces on your baby's faces um, get out in nature. That is really one of the best cures for me personally for depression. As soon as I go out and spend a couple hours at one of the parks, I feel so much better. It's like, oh, I feel normal again. And you know, when I feel the crazies creeping back up, I'm like, oh, time to take a nature walk. <laughs> so um, yeah. All right, guys. So I hope this information really kind of sinks in. If you got any other feedbacks or questions, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode.